All right. So welcome everyone once again. Today is Simcast episode 11, The Quest. Uh, so today I have again joining Rebel Strike and I have Night Scream. Hello. So today we have a special episode to discuss all things quest related, oriented, and the like. Um, so to kind of get started too, before I really talk too much about where we're going with today's conversation, I think it's important to note two things, at least from my perspective, is that to me, the quest in a game means more than one thing. It means your own personal narrative. It means the narrative of the the game in general, right? The story being told, the lore. It includes all of those elements. And it can also include, uh, you know, when content patches and things like that come out, um, the lore and how that how that story is uh, integrated into the overall story that you, the journey you've already been on the quest that has been placed before you from the very beginning, and then there's also your own personal quest as the player, the person behind your character, your avatar. No matter what your class is, no matter what your uh, overall goal in an MMORPG is. So those are where I basically kind of, when I look at the quest, I look at my place in the story as a player, my own character story that I play out in this role-playing game, and the content and the game itself and the lore and the direction that that goes. To me, that is, when I look at a quest, I look at my quest, that term is... Um, that's that's where I find the weight for myself and in, in those and how that term holds uh, weight in the game itself. So before we get started too much about talking about um, the elements that are involved in questing in general um, or our own quests, um, what are some of your own thoughts as to what the, what quest um, what it means to you and how that how that plays a part? And for today's conversation, we'll go Rebel Strike Night Screen as we are ordered on the screen here for the viewer. But um, what what are some ways that you see, or not some ways, but how do you feel that questing and your own journey are incorporated into a game and how that plays out for you? Well, to me, it's, uh, to me, questing is about the link and the journey between you and your character. To me, how I perceive it is to be um, a bond, if you will, uh, something that it, almost like a pet, really. It's 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 something that takes time. You form a relationship while you're doing quests. You you know your character alone. You have to make sure that it's uh, that it's taken care of, like fed. You know, some some games make you go get water, something like that. Um, to me, quest draw it draws in that link. Um, between you and your character. It creates a form of um, a, a form of identity between you and your character. So to me, Quest really just ties that in. Uh, so that's pretty much all I got to say about that one. Hmm. Well, to me, Quests are not quite that deep, but along with teaching you the lore and um, and also, like, being sometimes good rewards or bad rewards, 
quests also teach you the basic fundamentals of what's going to carry you through the game. Despite what some people like don't like about those basic starter quests, they're basically teaching you the basics of what you need to learn in order to succeed in other quests in the game. Yeah, so they guide you. First, yeah. See, I, I feel like there's a lot of different types of quests, and and, yeah. and once I, you know, off the top of my head, I can think about, so to me, the questing experience, and I think back to originally playing an MMO, the questing experience was immersive at the time I started to play MMOs. It was, I mean, you know, for me, uh, it was Vanilla WoW, and it was way back right at that beta launch era, and um, it was unlike any game I had ever played before. And it was very compelling to me to to follow the story and to actually read each quest, each little um, little mini window that would pop up when you would go to talk to an NPC and you would, you know, find out what was going on and what your reason and the rationale was for why you're going to do this. And so along the way, you know, there's quests such as, well, we uh, here in this encampment are we're running low on uh, a certain resource, for example. Um, we need cloth to, <laughs> or an old Ogremar, um, contribute your room cloth to help the orphan sort of thing. Uh, if I remember correctly, that was one of the old WoW quests. You could get rep with your your cities, your your uh, main alliance cities. So if you were a horde, that was like the Undercity, um, Orgrimmar, uh Places like that, right? Uh, and later, later, uh, um, that place in Ghostlands, so the, the Blood Elf, uh, what's it called, Silver Moon, and so you know, there's different quests, and they they can, for me, sometimes they can be funny and entertaining because I found that very funny. This was the way that you're getting rep, but uh, there was also a very grindy nature to questing, and sometimes the quests made sense to me. You had your main story quest. It would always guide you, like Nice Group said, along your path. It would keep you flowing through where the story was leading you so you understood, well, here's why I'm in this zone. Here's why I'm in this location. This is the rationale for and the reason for why I'm here, what my part is to play in it. Um, and over time, my experiences in questing in different games, I started to notice it starts to go more towards, hey, champion, hey, you know, commander, hey, all this stuff. So it's almost like, well, now I'm expecting everybody, and I'm not saying for just me, but it starts to feed into that entitled gamer mentality of, well, I'm supposed to be the one, the chosen one, the hero, the, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there, I think that it's very important to note that there are quests that feed into the entitled gamer mentality. There are also quests that uh, serve a purpose, like the over you know, the, the main narrative. And then you've got the other quests where we've had those, like, just really grindy things you saw, like, in Wrath of Lich King and WoW, where you had the the whole go, and here's your legendary quest line, and now we're, you're going to be in this grind for this legendary and go go into Ice Crown Citadel and grind your world out until you get all these... Or know. the Fetch 10 Wolf Pelts quest. It, yeah, so you've got, whether it's that legendary type or that just, just really repetitive go grind out x x amount of wolves or x amount of bears or x deer or this and that and so it's like some quests to me seem 
unnecessary. It seems like they're a game's way of keeping you busy, keeping you busy, so you stay logged into that game, right? As opposed to immersed in a story. And so these are like the different types of quests that you know. I I say entitled gamer mentality because I feel like a lot of game, a lot of games these days, it's like you step into it and already you're the one, the chosen one. The, and that's cool, but it starts to become a trend now to where it's like every game seems like you're the hero, you're the best, you deserve this, you deserve that. And you get, it, I feel like it, it kind of causes to feed into some negativity or negative behavior in people. Where I think back into the, you know, origin stories of MMOs, it's not so much like that. You're another person, a smaller part of a whole, and your contribution to this cause can help everyone and it, there's more of a community approach to them of rpgs and the questing in general at least that's my perspective people might disagree with me they might think i sound a little repetitive or redundant when i'm talking about this but uh, i feel like questing in a lot of ways especially in an mmorpg can make or break a lot of the player base and the reason i say that is because right now i feel like a big part of the reason that wow is just not appealing to me and same reason that I noticed a lot of people that played ESO when it launched just got burned out of it was everything was, it was like you quested your life out. Like at some point there's got to be a threshold where we stop focusing on the grind of a quest chain, irrelevant quest chains, especially like, yeah, I get how this guy would need 10 pelts, but does every, everyone in every freaking zone need 10 pelts that I have to kill a hundred mobs to get? Come on. So there's got to be a better way. So what are some other, maybe you all think you can think of some different types of quests we undertake. What are some of those types of ideas? Some things maybe I'm missing that you all can think of. Can't really think of anything uh, off the top of my head as far as like the different types of quests. Well, different types of quests. Uh-oh. We actually have our quest. Ice cream, you're cutting up. Oh, am I like super bad artifacting? How's that? Oh, there we go. Good to go. I just noticed my for whatever reason my CPU usage is at like eighty percent. That was no big deal. I can cut um, that right out. So okay, some of the quests we have, just to name a few, are we have the fetch quest, which are usually the levels one to ten, right? Then you start getting into the lore quest. And then you mix those in with the localized quest for whatever area you're in, which can still tie into the lore quest. And then you have your epic legend quest, which these are like giant chains that are not going to take a long, that are not going to take, uh, what is it, five minutes to do. They're going to take you days, sometimes months. Those are the typical four, four types of quests that have any. Quite honestly, if you take out the fetch quest, most people are happy. I can agree with that. Um, I, I don't want to spend hours on end, though, hunting five wolves and, oh, ten bears and, oh, five mountain lions, whatever. Don't want to do it. Boring. You give me the lore quest to finish where I'm actually, like, going to read and learn more about what, what the quest I'm on, why I'm doing it, the whole purpose behind this epic adventure. I'm happy. And same thing for those um, the, those legendary line quests, where a lot of the times with those, you need to group up with people to accomplish them. 
because they're epic to the point of you're going to go required to get this certain gem out of a raid in order to go enter this cave to go do you know a, a solo maze run or something you know something huge like that so as, as long as you can it requires do more than just grind that's what i call an epic legend quest so I talked about the entitled gamer mentality, and the reason I come back to this is I feel like it's important for people to evaluate themselves. We talked about this in the episode, you know, reasons people are let down by the modern MMO. Yeah. And, and the reason I bring up the entitled gamer is because I feel like a lot of times people, and I've seen it in a lot of games, and it seems to be a reoccurring trend to me these days. Um, you just start this quest chain, you're going to get a legendary. You don't actually have to do anything tough to get it. You just have to start it and you just have to complete it. You can pay somebody to get it done for you, to carry you, whatever. But I feel like the problem is, is it used to be that like there were there was a chance that things would happen. Fate, mm -hmm. fate would an unknown fate laid before you. And because you were part of a collaborative effort to accomplish a greater task, uh, you somehow were lucky enough to find this legendary item. And when that would happen, your community would be excited about the fact that that happened. You know, people on your server would be excited about the fact that happened. Oh my God, we got one on our server. We got one. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my God, we were going and we were working really hard this past three, four weeks now to take down this really difficult raid boss. And this legendary item dropped for one of our people, right? And so now we, we've take, we've gone away from that. We've gone towards this, uh, hey, everybody, start your quest. And as long as you follow it and you get in here and you grind your lives out in our game every week, like a job, you're going to get one too. You don't have to go and work hard with the expectation that you would just kill a boss. Like the expectation now is, oh, I know I'm entitled to this because I started the quest. I deserve it because I'm the hero. The game is, and that's what's happening. And we've gone to artifact weapons and WoW. And part of the thing about WoW is killing me is it's like, yo, Blizzard, I was devoted to Blizzard for so many years, man. We're pushing two decades. And I love the lore, but at some point, enough is enough. When you, when you have been the mainstay for so many other games and other communities and other genres when they think of the rpg or even the mmorpg uh, element and they compare it to wow so often you're setting a real shit standard when you are still continuing to say the way that we want you to play is to come in here and grind for x hours a day or week and you're doing this just so you don't feel like you've lost all you've worked for You've got to grind, and the grind is that is out with the that is the old. That is something that, you know, we've talked about the taking it back to the basics. That's a basic that we don't need. Like that's a basic that's not necessary. I understand that's the way that people originally told stories, but that grind of questing, I mean, that's no one wants to get on and feel like they've got to waste so much of their time just to keep their head above water in a sense, just so they don't lose all this you know, all this headway they've gained by, you know, playing since the launch or since the expansion drop. But what are some pros and cons? Like I've talked about some cons of mine. 
Um, and the pros for me is going to be that sometimes questing can be really, it can be really um, immersive and the story can be really good. But most of the time these days, it's just not the case. So to me, um, pros of questing, they, it provides you a gap closer from either group content or in-game content that you may, that may be soloable. Um, it gives you something to do within that time. The cons though, having said that, is that most today's quests are generic. There's an expectation of the way that quests should be. Um, and there's nobody really trying to think outside the box. Even if it is, you know, a change up of how to do the quest, it's still the same thing. It's still you go go out, you gather something, maybe along the way you in, you turn it in and interact and get a different kind of quest, but it's still generic. Like it's always go out, go gather something, return it to either the sent the person who sent you in the first place or um, once you gather it, it unlocks a whole new quest that you have to go gather something else. And that way it saves you time from going back to the sender. That's one thing though, that they did change between now and the history of quests. Normally you get a quest, you have to go turn it into the, to the quest giver. That's, that's how it was in an original classic. Wow. And if you, then you'd have to go back and do that dungeon again to, uh, to get the rest of the quest done. Now that's how most people like doing their quests. It, it kept them engaged and gave them a reason to go back and do the content that they've already done. It did seem grindy. It did seem repetitive, but it did give you more time to play with that character, to get adjusted um, to your character, and uh, it made you feel like you accomplished something. However, I do believe that they that even that model was wrong, um, and I'll get more into that a little bit later. Um, pros and cons, pretty much, Revel pretty much nailed it on the head, but I am going to bring up one game which I actually think got quest spot on, and that's, uh, the Guild Secret Wars. World. I was about to say Guild um, Wars, because Guild Wars 2 is pretty good too, I gotta admit. Guild Wars, yeah, they did a good, they do a good job, but they're still pretty generic. So, yeah, the um, generic-wise, they definitely, but so, tell us about Secret, uh, Secret the World. The Secret World, now Secret World Legends, they do questing quite different and what they do is um a lot of their quests you don't do a lot of backtracking in this um like you if they give you a quest to like go gather food survivors you go with like well how, how, how do i know where to go well you go check out the local phone booth in that phone booth there's a page that page will have stores circled the loot you go out and you loot well, you don't have to travel all the way back to Quest Hub once the quest is over. You can actually, like, uh, actually, no, I, actually, I'm wrong with that. That quest, you actually do have to go back, but put it in a box, and then you can just immediately start your next quest that you might have picked up along the route doing food, which, oh, for whatever reason, it's in, your quest is now to check out the computer that's on the sheriff's desk, where you just dropped off the food. So it, it, the questing in this game is circular. It's like, you'll start here, you'll, you'll go do the quest, on that way you'll pick up another quest that when you go back to where you started, well, that's where your second quest ends. 
So it's, forward, it's forward, forward momentum. It keeps you pushed in the momentum. direction. And, it, 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 and, and most of it, and if not all of it, is found in the story. It, there's a purpose to all the side quests. It ties in with the main story in some way. Um, there's adventure quests, dungeon quests, sabotage quests. And then you have one of the, the investigative quests. They have four different branches and all of them intertwine together. So the more you learn about like going on and doing the adventure quest, you're going to have learned something that is going to be, um, going to be, um, what's that word? I was it's going to be important later on to say in an investigation quest. You just Somebody, got, you just went robot again. <sighs> My seat. How's that? Yeah, that's good. Sorry. You're good. Yeah, you're gonna basically if, you, if you're gonna learn something on this quest that's gonna become relevant later on on another quest. Like you might have found a code or a, a list or something, and you're just like, well, what's this for? Just wait for it. It's gonna come up later. And that's one of the the, the kind of questing I really enjoy because there's a point. So, you know, I think that's the different. All right, so here's my stance, right? Like. And people are like going, well, how much can you talk about quests? I can talk about it a good bit because I've, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of damn questing, right? A lot of hours of my playtime have been in questing. Delta Scrolls Online, you couldn't get to veteran rank 10 until you essentially did each alliance's full quest chain, primary quest chain. And sometimes you'd have actually have to do all the side quests too just to get enough XP to get there. And grinding mobs wasn't really a thing at launch. You know why? Because they barely gave you XP. So I think there's a, a huge difference between storytelling and forcing people to be busy with this busy work. Like just mundane, just repetitive garbage. Like that piece should go. And here's my thing. I don't think I should ever redo a quest more than once. I only should do a quest one time. I don't like daily questing. It's 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 freaking no. It is you got to bury that crap. That crap's got to go. Like there's no way that if you're going to really say I am engaging in my world that you're going to say well we're going to do the exact same quest and the NPCs telling you the exact same story every day. Like I get like contributing rune cloth or whatever to raise reputation, but even the rep grind is unnecessary. I, I yeah. feel like if you're really storytelling and you really want me engaged as a player, you can't have me log in every day and go, okay, to keep your head above water today, you need to go do these 10 different quests. It might take you a couple hours. You go to this zone, this zone, you know, all that running around, busy work, and at the end, you just get some points so you can get into buying something that ends up being irrelevant in about a two, three months anyway. Uh, that's just it's a waste of time i don't want to waste my time i want to feel like i've got something to show for it and i'm sorry but a bar of reputation to exalted just doesn't cut it for me it's that's the old i i want storytelling and one game i've, I've got a few games like star wars Yield Republic. i felt did a really great job of storytelling i feel like the elder scrolls online did a really great job of storytelling granted i'm gonna also say that a part of that was because you had this character in front of you that seemed to have emotion, had a voice, um, 
and it keeps me engaged when that's the case. And I don't, I know that that's not really probably going to be in ashes. Um, however, even old school WoW, sometimes you'd read this story, and the story in that description, that little box that you're reading, could be pretty engaging as well. But my thoughts are, I shouldn't have to do a quest more than once. You, if you're on a journey, the journey has a beginning and an end. It doesn't repeat itself along the way. You just, you know, I I love a good story. And in all the stories that I enjoy watching in movies or playing out in games, you don't go in circles. To me, that's very borderline with doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different outcome. It's insanity. It's, insanity. Yeah. it's crazy. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be crazy. I don't want to feel crazy in the game. I want to feel like I'm on my way somewhere. It's one of the things Ashes has planned to do is to make the questing process unique. Uh, I feel like they've discussed a lot of similarity with their node system and how the quests are going to, you know, reveal themselves and present themselves. And um, So what are some of the biggest mistakes you feel like are being made with storytelling in a lot of games and questing in a lot of games. We've mentioned some of it, but where do you feel like the big mistakes are made when it comes to you as a player who is willing to participate in doing a quest? Well, I think you pretty much covered it. Is Most quests, besides like the, the random fetch quest or they usually tie into the story. Even the local quests usually tie into because they're going to move you through the, the area. So therefore, you're going to learn more about the area you're in, and that's, which ties into the lore. The one quest that I I dislike heavily that you've already gone on is the daily quest. And yeah. I'm going to go with Archage. Archage has a daily quest grind that's unbelievable. And not to mention expensive in some cases. I remember that. And like, and then they added. I don't know if you had left at this point, but they have added um, quests, personal daily quests. Yeah, we'll do that. I remember yeah. that when I came back not too long ago. I was like, no. He's like, and you open them up as you mm -hmm. level. Some are really easy. This like just kill some mobs in this area, but some are like really, really like hard. Like you're never gonna be able to do on your own. Um, and I'm just like, and I don't consider those doable personal daily quest if, if they require me to go you know, group up with someone to kill a mob and I can't find a, a, a to go with like I'll make enough pay I need to go kill this mob for my daily quest is anyone willing to help me robot again and no response you know I don't yeah I don't like daily quests I, that's pretty much it. where they they started going wrong starting yeah, you know. see, I, I th that gets, goes back to my point. I feel like if I'm, I, I'm okay with the quest that's extremely difficult and can take a lot of time. I'm okay with that. I'm just not okay with having to repeat that process more than once. And then with that, you you're going back to an area that you've already been in and finished. Yeah, I'm not too. I don't unless I own a house in that area. I tend not to like want to go back to it once I've finished. It. Like I'm good going back, but I don't want to go back for the same reason over and over and over. Yeah. Like if you give me a new reason to go back, like there's an event or a festival event or something, then oh yeah, I'm, I'm glad to go back. 
and participate in the festival or this event, but just to do a daily, eh, I'll skip it, thanks. See, I'm I'm a fan of the seasonal type quests and stuff and events, but my problem is, is it's still a daily thing in a lot of games. Yeah. And I don't want to have to do the same thing over and over and over, even if it's like a Halloween event or, and now Ashes, they've mentioned they're going to have this sort of thing in a game, right? But my thing is, is don't, don't, please, please don't, please don't make it a daily grind thing. Like, or don't, if, don't do if that. if it is going to be a daily quest, make each day a different Completely quest. different. Completely different. That's cool. I get that. That's that's different. It's it's forward progression. It, it'd be a little bit more taxing on you, Cody, and whatnot, but you know what? Your fans and your player base will appreciate that even more because I'm not doing the same quest everyone else is doing that day. Like, if you start the, the quote-unquote event chain late, well, you're starting at quest event number one or quest event number two. Yeah. But each day, each daily quest is different. Yeah, and and you know, and a, a lot of times too during the events they'll have um, a vendor, you know, an event special vendor. You can get cosmetics or pets mm-hmm. and things like that. Hell, sometimes mounts or whatever, or wardrobe items, costumes. I'm I think that's great, and I'm not even against the currency idea for that specific event. That makes sense to me. Um, but it just I don't want to do it daily. I don't want it to be a daily grind. Like make it to where. If someone is on every day, let's say it's 10 days long, right? And let's say in order to get everything from that vendor, you need to be able to log on every day to do that that specific quest for the day. That's cool. I'm cool with that. Because I know if I get on every day and I do that, the today's quest, whatever it is, big question mark, right? I know that I can go and I can I can get everything at the end of the week or at the end of my 10-day period or whatever. That's cool. I'm fine with that. I just don't want to get on and go grind the same thing out. It's repetitive. It's redundant, and it burns me out. It'll burn me out if I'm doing the same thing over and over and over, and it's just for some trivial reason or you and, know. And too, let too me easy. also just, just put this out there: if you're not going to enable that current the event next year, delete it from my inventory. Oh God, yeah. Take it away, which I think WoW actually does that, which is good, but not all games do. Not all games are gauges notorious for saying, oh, you'll be able to use it next year, and (laughs) you you can't, so we end up throwing it away. If if you are not planning on being enabling the same event currents used for the next next year's event, throw it away. Get it out of my inventory. Let us know. Mm -hmm. Just, just, Just let us know in advance. So I'm like, I'm totally cool. I actually enjoy doing the seasonal type of events and the quests. I like, I like there being a story and a journey and I don't even think it's that difficult. I mean, if you're talking 10 days, you're talking about quest, 10 quest chains. And I mean, you can even, you can, I'm not saying you should, but you can vary that up, you know, each year and make it something new and different. And then it's not the, I mean, every game I've played, every MMORPG I've played where they have had, um, a seasonal event that it's been the same thing every year. And sometimes they just make it like one thing I, I just loathe is like, I'll complete it. And I feel like my completion side has got this thing done and they'll go and add X more pets, X more this X more that. And it's just like this overwhelming 
stack of things. And if you're a completionist and you want everything, it's like if you keep setting the bar high to where the reason people are logging in is because they have to grind, there it's it's going to be taxing on them no matter what their their purpose in the game is if they want that and they they're willing to grind for it. When they get done grinding, it seems it can be exhausting. You don't want your player base to feel exhausted because they're in your game. You want them to feel you know energized and excited and you know ready to pursue the next adventure and for me in a lot of ways the mmorpg is for me decaying it's not as appealing which is why when bless online came out i was like mm. yeah another an, another one of the same to me i've seen it all I, before I, I literally have i logged in for two days for that game and i could see the potential it's there don't get me wrong. It's like I said before. It's an average game, but yeah. I actually am putting it aside for probably a couple of months before I go back and check it out. I want them to get some of the the fundamentals of that game late before I go back in character again. And with that being said, if you're gonna launch a game, make sure that the quests will work. It's a big one. It's a big one. It make oh, sure, yeah. especially make sure. There are absolutely no problems with main story, character, narrative, uh, class narrative, or uh, there's no, this is a non-faction-based game, Ashes of Creation. It's non-faction-based. But if there's going to be an entity that's going to have its own storyline, make sure that those primary things, as well as ones that could potentially be opened and uniquely found by the individual player, make sure those things work and are functioning at 100% because it, it's going to be really horrible if people go and they're you're playing through their game and everything and this this one really awesome moment happens for one person that maybe I had a chance at but I didn't get the chance because it's been bugged and I didn't know about it like you don't want to miss the same opportunities as other people because the quests don't pop for you or they're not there or you missed it or it doesn't let you progress the worst thing in the world is feeling like you can't progress and know more about your story that's supposed to be there because something's not working right. And ESO had the it yeah. was bad at launch. It was I don't broken. I don't want to go to YouTube to see what I should have been able to see in the game. Yeah, exactly. So what are what are some things that you're really really hoping to see and would are really wanting to see in Ashes, like as far as storytelling and questing goes? Uh, for me, personally, as far as questing is concerned, uh, I, I would like it to be more like an event-based type of uh, questing and, and, and grouping type of system. So do you remember in World of Warcraft when they had the Lich King event? And that thing was awesome. Like, you would, there, there was stuff dropping down. Uh, was it the little... Um, I can't remember what they're what they're called right now, but it was like the prisons for the the undead, and they would drop down and just like inv try to invade the world, um, and you would you know you would have to fight them off. To me, that is awesome. That's an event quest, and it was a quest. And it had its own line, and you had to do it a couple times a day, and then you had to do like a big boss, like every you know, every so often that would come out and try to, uh, uh, try to scourge the land. Um, to me, those event quests, that sounds 
should be something that happens all the time in games. That's why we brought up earlier, you guys brought up Guild Wars 2. The reason why it was compelling to you is not just the quest itself. They had some basic generic bland quests, but what stuck out was those event quests that popped up throughout the world while you were you were going and then all of a sudden you're like oh i need your, you hear somebody i need help i need help and you or something pops up on the map and you go run towards it and uh you engage in the world as it's doing its own thing but still yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's interesting didn't even have to party up with everyone you, as long as you showed up and you participated in that uh, the raid event you you were uh you were good to go yeah i i yeah. Just, so, you know, we I think I remember us talking about in the Guild Do's and Don'ts, and the Guild Do's and Don'ts video that we did several months back or so now, um, I remember we had talked about questing, and we had talked about indicators in the world for when things or events were happening, and dynamic again, event. dynamic events. And so I want to once again reiterate and kind of um, emphasize my standing on this. Um, I'm not a fan for a this like uh, massive list of quests that I always got my inventory sort of thing. I'm not a fan of having like always feeling like I've stuck with a bunch of a list of quests. To me, that it drives me nuts. Like, it's cool when they're there for a reason, but I don't want them to just continue to populate and always causing me to feel like that's the reason I'm I'm in-game. It's i got to get this thing done. If it's an event or something going on, I'd much rather be out in the world and somewhere see a notification like a beacon of light off to the horizon or smoke in the distance or voices. You know, I've got a 7.1 surround headset. If I'm running around like a lot of gamers who have headsets and it's like I'm running this direction and I hear help back to my back to my right you know I want to be, be able to be like oh whoa what's going on like and to be able to go that direction and to seek out what it is not not to have it just pop up and be like go do this thing which you know I'm not sure how the questing and ashes are going to go but my ideas are something organic you know so it feels what? like i'm actually there as opposed to something on my ui telling me how to go and play the game basically that's kind of what i think guild wars 2 is going for whereas mm -hmm. instead of it being listed on your your quote unquote journal entry or your quest list it would pop up on your your mini map saying oh, oh you know there's something going on up here you might want to go check it out up to you. You don't have to, but yeah, if you want to, there you go. Now you see, though, that that idea, that ideology right there, is awesome in a in a in a, in a like a node system. Like you got all these events, right? Pick which one you're gonna but, go do. But but the thing is, is it it could change tomorrow. You could never see that event again. So yeah. it makes it special to you. It makes it special to somebody else. If somebody's like, let's say you're in one part of the world and you've got this other streamer who's on another part of the world, they're not going to experience that same quest maybe uh, a couple weeks or months or whatever down the road. And I think event quests in the world of Ashes of Creation is going to be extremely unique when uh, you have a world that's always changing. And, and they, sorry, they did say specifically that there are going to be event quests that will be specific to the individual player. Yeah. 
because I, I remember that question quite vividly because it, it, per, it caught my attention. I'm like, well, how are they going to work that out? You know, I feel like it would be really cool too to like have, if, if they're going to make it to where questing is really going to be that unique and I'm hoping that they do. It, I like the idea that potentially my story could be I don't know. And it seems like it would be a daunting task to do this, but we're all here on planet Earth, the only one of our kind. And I feel like the entitled gamer mentality is I deserve things or I deserve this or that. And I feel like that's part of the problem in the modern MMO is, uh, you know, I'm in a guild, so you're supposed to do this for me or I'm supposed to have this or, you know, I signed up for your raid, so you're supposed to carry me or, you know, I'm here, so I deserve it. I like the idea more of giving, going back to the basics in the way that it causes you to be more invested in your own story and the reason that you as a player are playing this game and how you identify with your character and how you as a player play into the greater whole. And I feel like if you, they're really wanting to be innovative when it comes to the questing, that's important to do, at least from my perspective. And people probably disagree with me. That's fine. Everybody has their own opinions and their own beliefs and thoughts about it. This is just my stuff. This is why I think I, I like the idea of if I've got a quest chain and it pops up and I'm the only one to get it, how that somehow makes my own story at the end of it all, at the end of the road one day, I can say my character story was the only one of its kind. And like you got this, like your reward for doing this one event quest instead of giving up on it if you got like this ultimate epic weapon or a shield or armor or a, a skin individualized just for that quest hey this one person found this quest they finished it this was their reward no one else in the server has that much like much like the way that they've discussed crafting and and the marketplace and things like that and actually that's probably going to be you know the next thing i think next week we talk about it's going to be something to do with the idea of me as an individual who wants to excel in my trade in game. I feel like it's important to be able to have that as well. I love ESO knowing that I can go and I don't have to have multiple characters or have to rely on other people. Um, being able to do all of it. I'm a nine trait crafter. I got all these motifs. I can make it all. I can do it all. Yeah, but doesn't that isolate you a little bit? But at the same, yeah, but if you take that and you know everybody can do it, well, there's not really a way for me to excel outside of the styles and the nine trait. But everybody can get nine trait if they want it. Everybody can get all the motifs if they want it. Everybody can do all that if they want to. There's nothing that, as a person who crafts and, and wants to make money in game, there's not really this one thing that black back in the day, I talked about my time in WoW all the time, blacksmithing and JC, you had quests and stuff to go through that process as well. I, I am hoping that when it comes to the process of your own individual story and your quest, and it comes along to what you choose as a trade, that they'll, that the same, that same sort of ideology or that same method will apply in which you are, the only one really to get this. And I think they've mentioned this before and I don't want to cite and quote it because I'm not, 
a subject matter expert. I'm just a guy with his own thoughts and things and remembers stuff that I remember. And sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong, sometimes it's not quite right. But I do remember that they discussed this. They discussed that each player is going to have their own story. We don't know how that's going to work yet. But we do know that there will be players who will get access to quests that other people don't because of just the way that they're going, where they're heading. Um, They've talked about how you're going to be the only one to be able to craft certain things. You might have one person who's like, hey, I'm the guy that makes that sword. You're only getting it for me. I'm the guy that makes that shield. You're only getting it for me or that robe or that cloak or that ring or whatever. Um, what I, what I think is cool. And someone mentioned this before too, actually Belwin mentioned this to me was if, you know, how cool would it be if like, you know, you're a tavern and because you own that tavern, maybe your tavern specializes in a specific buff food or drink. Um, something like uh, that. I think Steven's actually mentioned that in the past, interviews i think i think so too actually buzz reminded of it just the other day and i thought to myself if you look at it from the from looking at the bar barkeep who's got the buff food and things like that what about a guy that's you know this little stowed away in some uh unknown place in the woods has a little cottage or has you know person in a cave and maybe they've got, you know, darker intentions. Maybe they sell certain poisons for their potion launchers. Or maybe they've got specific, yes, but, or perhaps they've got like a specific herb that is only grown in their territory that they have. And that herb is what's used for the barkeep who makes that special food, you know, that then goes on that trade route, that then goes to this other territory where there's nobody there who can make it and it's only available through the trade route. So, you know, the idea of how that, how we can go and quest forward and tie how we play the game into what our end game is for us, whether it's crafting trade, whether it's PVE and raiding and dungeons, or it's PVP and sabotaging caravans, or even into the wars or conflict between guilds and different metropolises. I think, I'm, and I'm hoping that the way that we quest and the story is told is ties into all of those elements and keeps it very synergized for the player. So that when we get in each day, there could be something that's changed in one area that's affected that whole dynamic. And to me, that is, that is fascinating. That would keep me logging in every day just to find out what the heck's going on. Right. And, and I wouldn't even have to get a thing. I just want to know what the heck's changed today. And I know they've mentioned that that's the goal. And so I'm hoping that they stay true to that and keeping the eyes, keeping my eyes on the horizon. That's my hope for the, the way that the questing process happens, what my own quest is going to be like, and me hoping that it is truly, you know, defines my character and me as a player and sets me aside from the rest. So we're not all just another commander and another hero at the end. We do play a part in a bigger role and perhaps we, 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 we don the hero's medal and mantle is, is uh, for a time, but hopefully it can keep us grounded because part of, for me, playing MMOs in the back of the day was knowing that you were a greater part of a whole and it was your focus on the whole that kept us successful. That's what I'm hoping for. But what are, what are some of your hopes when you look at the horizon for Ashes in regard to this uh, topic? 
I, I mean, I'm just, I'm pretty much going to go back to, you know, the events in the world and it being unique and it being a completely different experience than your modern, modern MMO that we've already discussed. It's all going to come right back full circle every time we do one of these. Um, we've all discussed either it's been in the past episodes or now how they can make the world unique and how they can integrate quests and to me the answer is always going to be the same is make everything relevant when you're doing something give it a reason for it make that reason stand out and then give even if the experience is enough then that's okay but if this experience is lackluster give us a great reward for doing it yeah, I'm going to double down on that because I know a lot of the times when I'm doing, that's actually one of the things I wanted to bring up. When I'm doing quests, sometimes I outlevel the area I'm in. Mm. And in that, I know that that's like a fine line between the questing and the grinding that some MMOs don't get right, some do, is where if you grind too much in an area, you outlevel it. The quest, yeah, the quest is no longer a challenge. Yeah, it goes gray, right? The colors. It goes, yeah, it goes gray. And it's like, well, do I want to finish this quest now? It's not going to be a challenge to me. Or the reward for it is something that I'm going to not really use because I've outleveled it. Yeah. It's that gray area that you have to find find a, that, that sweet spot. Yeah, there's a there. lot of different quests, too. There's the group quest, and you got... You got the quests that require you to have a big group to do it, and that's and, fine. And don't give me potion. God, please, please <laughs> give me potion. Or buff food, some cheap-ass, crappy food. buff food. Oh, man. I don't, you know, if, if even if you just give me coin and experience, I'm good with that. Don't give me potions or buff food. I <laughs> like, hate that. Wow, it took me an hour to do this quest. Thanks for the pe peasant's cornbread. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you know. Oh, wait. I crafted something better than this about three hours ago. What the hell? Thanks for the soup, which this doesn't going to do anything for me. Toss it away. Why are you only giving me some stamina buff food? I use magic, man. Yeah. My, my powers are of the magic. Oh, that, that again, goes back to relevance. Relevance. Yeah, relevance. Yeah, that, I mean, even if you get a buff food, let it be relevant. Like, your reward needs to be your reward. Make it feel like a reward. It's not that hard. It's really not. So if we're going to take it on. So if we're going to take on the quest, if you're going to set us, set a quest before us, keep either keep us engaged, reward us for it, or make it relevant so that it's not something we regret doing because then we regret you and putting our time and energy into it this thing that you created i have, I have a question okay can well, you the most... ask yeah. later yeah okay i'll ask later okay yeah um, ask later oh. <laughs> don't worry guys yeah don't worry about this. Sorry, i'll ask later so, yeah, I mean, if you can not go robot, I'd like to hear it. Well, it, it's kind of, it is, the question is relevant. Um, what was the most epic quest you did with the most disappointing word? <sighs> Man, <laughs> I don't like to rehash the past too much, you know? Um, 
but sometimes talking about the past is helpful. Um, if you know, I feel like it's somewhere in my subconscious in a place where I, I don't know. I'm trying to like think. I just, saw your, I just saw you go to you a know, dark place. Did you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, the darkness. The darkness. If you don't have one, I've got an example. I actually do. You know what? I can think of many of them. I think for me, the and it could be any. It could be that that legendary sort of quest that you go upon and you know it's difficult, that you later find out became trivial and easy for everyone else. The thing that you worked really hard for, that they later just made so that the casual could do it at any level. It's it, it's irrelevant. It just made all of my time, you know, two years later, seem like, well, it's just as cool to a lot of people now, but uh, if I had just waited two years to do it, then, um, yeah, it would have been like two hours of my life instead of, you know, two months. I think Rebel it's, ghost. yeah, I think, I think it's stuff like that for me. It's, if I'm going to do something that's going to be difficult and I'm going to feel like, man, I worked really hard and I accomplished this, don't go, and this is, again, going back to one of our episodes, don't take my hard work and then just make it all out to be worthless in the end. I don't want to feel like I invested a lot of my time and energy into pursuing some really difficult task and get this really amazing reward that is later just easy for anyone to get. Just don't do that. Because then it's like, why bother sinking time into it? And this is my biggest problem with modern MMO is it's don't ask me to spend a lot of time doing something. If you're just going to say it's it doesn't mean anything in about two months, it was all irrelevant. Now, the gear don't diminish your don't, don't diminish, diminish your it. Efforts. Don't diminish my hard work and then say, well, OK. All right, Revel, go ahead. Come on. So my example, and I'm sure all of us have experienced it. If you've ever played World of Warcraft and you've ever played a, a night elf character, <laughs> and you do that three-part, uh, I think it's about two or three-part quest where you go down into the fur block den and you go have to collect these talismans and you do all of this stuff and you get like 50 silver and I do mind you you die at least 10 to 15 <laughs> maybe 20 times getting in and out of the area okay and you get probably 20 silver and a regular amount of experience that you would for the amount for the for a simple quest <laughs> that is a no no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's, Sam, I know, I know you've got to know what I'm talking about. I do, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so it it's stuff like that. Yeah, I played that Stuff else. like that, man. Oh, God, I can think of so many things. But yeah. our, we are running up on our time. So y'all have any other thoughts, words, words of wisdom for the devs if they see this? Please, uh, I, know you're, I know you're already taking your time, guys. But... Uh, you get, it, it, I'll be fine if you take more time to make this game perfect. Or at least, you know, yeah, resolved of some of the things that seem to sting us the most when it comes to this topic. And to me, perfect is showing that you're working on it. Not just exactly. the, not diminishing the, the effort of the individuals that are willing to play. 
All I'm going to say is I appreciate the openness that they're showing us and that they're keeping us in the loop and that they're actually showing us what they're accomplishing, not just telling us because that makes a huge difference. Yeah, I agree. And um, I'm going to tell you right now, that's one of the ways that bless hellaciously wrong is they told us what they were doing. They didn't show it to us. And then we found out why. Right. Yeah. That, that was the thing to me that I think was a big problem with that was if your video right before launch for this, the exquisite package is just a bunch of Baywatch walking or, you know, running on the beach or like people on their mounts slow walking or, you know, lat, like next to each other in their costume. Like, I don't, I don't care. Dude. Yeah. Like that, that, that's not content. That's animated. Like, I, what am I looking at? Like, that is like, let's, I don't want you to see this stuff. We're going to show you how pretty you can look because that's what we're appealing to. And and don't worry about the content itself, the overall uh, game itself. It's like, don't, don't, don't force people's, don't, for, don't hide behind blinders. Like, don't, don't keep it closed. And I'm going to say to Intrepid, you all, the one thing I got to say that you all rock at, and I encourage you to always do this is if you say you're going to do it, do it. And the transparency, as vulnerable as it can make a company, there are, I, pro, I feel like I, I, I might be going out of limit, I could be wrong, but I feel like the majority of MMORPG people that, that, who, that demographic it appeals to, I think they'll respect it. I think they'll really appreciate it. I think that in the end, it will make the community and the team and the overall game a much stronger, more viable product. That's that's my thought about that. And the opposite is also true. If you, as a company, can't get it done, if technology's not there, just don't let us it. know. Just don't do it yet. Wait just, for just, it. Just, just, just say, hey, uh, we can't do it right now with today's technology. It's still in the works. We're going to work on it. But we can't release it right now as it is. It's it's not up to our, up, up to our standard. Yeah. And as gamers... We're more inclined to respect that and be more understanding if you just tell us up front. Yeah, be honest about it. So um, I don't want to push too long. Our last several yeah. episodes were pretty lengthy, uh, and we're at our, about a marker, so we, we're about to hit an hour. Outros, let's talk about our domain. Where do you? Where is your domain, and where do you reign? Uh, you can find me at Twist TV. Um, Twitch.tv slash Strike, and uh, you can also find me here at Virtue. Links down below. Same. I'm usually hanging around in Virtue somewhere. If ever you want to oh. pop in, say hi. Right, right. And we've had we've had we have a handful of people who have recently been joining, and uh, there's a lot of people that are putting their feelers out to see if there's a guild that's right for them. And and uh, by all means, feel free to do so. Feel free to ask questions. Um, we've got a long time till the game launches. No one needs to be in a rush to to fill up. You know, at least we're not in a rush to fill up here. Um, I'm a quality over quantity person, but if you're looking for a quality guild that focuses on uh, camaraderie and uh, just overall positive interactions, relationships, and a really good fun time while still being able to accomplish some of those crazy hard in game tasks, you, you might find a place here in Virtue. So feel free to check out the links and uh, to apply, check out our guild charter and the about us section if you're interested. Um, and until next time, catch you on stream. <laughs>